What is one of the most important things you can learn to do to really help your children build and strengthen their own testimonies? In today's episode, we look at the power of inspired invitations. Join us as we look at the master of inspired invitations, President Nelson, and how he uses invitation as an impetus for change. Learn how to incorporate the same techniques in your own teaching to help your children experience the gospel in a personal and meaningful way. Welcome to the My Teaching Matters podcast, where our mission is to help you, the intentional parent, to teach your children in such a way that they can personally experience the power of Jesus Christ while still at home. Hi, everybody. I'm Lindsay Jensen, and I'm here with my mom and co-host, Leslie Johnson. Hi, everybody. So, today's Thanksgiving. Or at least when it comes out, it's Thanksgiving. Um, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, happy um, Thanksgiving. Hopefully, you're all staying well and enjoying being with smaller groups this year. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, so, we just wanted to put together a little podcast episode and try to make this one a little bit quicker but mom, what's the question we want to explore today? I would love to explore the question or the idea, what is in the power of an invitation? So let me just start by telling you a quick story. When I was a freshman in college, um, the telephone rang. And at that point in time, we only had one telephone in the apartment for six girls. So that was back <laughs> in the day. So the telephone rang and it was for my roommate. And um, she picks up the phone and she starts talking and I hear her talking into the phone and she says, no, Travis, you can't call now and expect me to be ready to go with you in 10 minutes. That's just rude. I'm not going to go. Anyway, she's having this conversation with Travis, who's the boy down the hall. And after she's done, she's like, Leslie, Travis wants to talk to you. And she passes the phone to me. And so I pick up the phone and Travis is on the other line and he says, hey, I'm going spelunking in 10 minutes and I need a date. Can you go? And I'm like, Okay, yeah, I'll hurry and get ready. I'll go. <laughs> I had no idea what spelunking was, but I thought, hey, I'll give it a try. So just, I'm sure most of you know what spelunking is at the time. I didn't, but it's exploring caves. So we went exploring caves and I had an amazing time. It was so fun. And I really appreciated Travis extending this invitation for me to experience something new. I'd never done it before. I didn't know what it was. And I was also glad that I was willing to accept that invitation, even though I only had 10 minutes to get ready to go. Um, and it wasn't the most convenient time. Um, but the point was, is that an invitation was extended and an invitation was accepted. And because of that, I experienced something really fun and something new and exciting that I'd never tried before. So I want to look at this idea of invitations. And um, I actually want to look at the master of all invitations, which I believe is our prophet, President Nelson. Um, just last week, President Nelson invited the world, but particularly members of the church, to try two activities to experience the healing power of gratitude. And those two activities were, number one, to do a social media, use social media as a gratitude journal for like seven days. 
And then the second activity was to pray for healing from spiritual sickness. And um, I loved his 10-minute invitation. And I thought so much about it since that time. But I want to ask you, why do you think that he extended this invitation to us? What was the purpose of it? Mm, That's a good question, Mom. Um, You know, his invitation, I think you're right, it really was quite powerful. And, but he says, he tells us his purpose right in it. Mm -hmm. He wants us to experience the healing power of gratitude, right? He sees, I mean, he went in and he talked about, you know, all the social unrest that's happening, all of the, you know, COVID-19 and everything that's happening. And we're just all struggling. And he says, basically, he just tells us how gratitude can help heal us. So let's be healed. (laughs) Let's be grateful. Um, And he shares that with us. So I think that uh, that's a powerful invitation. I agree. And the thing that the underlying key here is, is that, you know, he spent 10 minutes explaining to us um, why this would work or how it could help us and why it was important. But he also knew that the only way that we could truly come to understand what he was talking about is for us to experience this. Mm-hmm. And he really emphasized that word experience. He says, I want you to experience the healing power of gratitude. Because it's as we have these experiences for ourselves that we we really understand something and we can change. So he could tell us, and he did tell us how wonderful it can be if we were to experience this healing power. But hearing it and doing it are two different things. So Lizzie, yeah. how can, you know, as parents, we want to help our children come to know the gospel, children who know. We want children who know deep in their hearts the gospel of Jesus Christ. And how can we use invitations um, to help teach our children the principles of the gospel? Well, you know, Mom, if we take just a step back, I think your point about, you know, listening to President Nelson's talk up until that invitation, or even... I mean, you listen to it and, and you're uplifted for a few minutes, right? It feels good. Mm-hmm. Um, you think, yeah, you're right. I should be more grateful. But when he gives that specific invitation and he says, I want you to experience gratitude by every day this week, posting on social media something you're grateful for. Let's flood the world with things we're grateful for. I want you to experience the great gratitude by praying for healing from spiritual sickness. Right? When he gives those specific invitations, now we're like, oh, I can do that. And, you know, we're, and we are starting to experience, right? We can feel that gratitude and that change in our hearts. Um, and I think the same is true for our kids, right? We can tell them things all day. We can tell them how gratitude is important. We can tell them how the power of prayer, we can tell them that God loves them. Um, but if we don't invite them to act on those things, to change things based on what they're doing or to like, yeah, do something based on their knowledge, it's not going to sink in their hearts, right? It'll last for a day and then they'll be back to where they were and nothing will have changed. Yeah, it um, was kind of like that experience for with me 
in in college. You know, I didn't know what I was missing out or I didn't know even what spelunking was until somebody invited me. And so, you know, our kids, if we don't invite them to act, then they don't know what they're missing out on because they've never experienced it. Yeah. So let's let's kind of look at President Nelson. Since he has become our prophet, he has extended several invitations to act on certain mm-hmm. principles um, to help us kind of come to understand on a deeper, more personal level what he's trying to to teach us. I remember shortly after he became prophet, he um, extended an invitation to the youth to take a seven-day social media fast. And there were so many wonderful um, things that came out of that social media fast. Um, then I remembered um, an October conference, I guess it was a year ago, October, where he... It was inv- two years ago. Two years ago, wow, that he invited wow. us... Oh, what? No, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, he, he invited us to um, read the Book of Mormon between the time of conference and the end of the year. And that was a big undertaking for a lot of people, but those who did it had some amazing experiences. Um, just recently, he has invited us to learn how to hear how the Holy Ghost speaks to us. How does God speak to us? Um, the hashtag, how, learn how to hear him. Um, and then just this last week, the recent invitation of to experience the healing power of gratitude. So, you know, he has made a pattern of extending invitations to us to help us learn and to help teach us. And so I guess I just want to reflect for a minute, Lindsay, you and I, and and, and those of you who are, are listening to reflect for yourself, those of you who have taken these invitations that President Nelson has extended, how have they changed you and made a difference in your lives? Mm. So for me, um, I remember that that invitation to read the Book of Mormon was a big deal for me. That was um, Scott's last semester of graduate school. He was working on his PhD, writing his dissertation. He was up late. I mean, that, that's full time plus, right? Writing his dissertation, mm. um, getting ready to graduate, and when president. And so I was doing, and I had everything at home, right? We had three little kids. Um, I was trying to do everything I could at home including supporting him, reading through his stuff, editing his stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, feeding him and my kids and because he like his sole focus was that. And I remember just being such a stressful time, um, such a stressful time and thinking, you know, I'm not sure how I can read that with three little kids at home, but the prophet has asked me to, and I'm going to try to find a way. Um, And it was amazing. It was amazing. I think that that really was kind of a catalyst for, for my spiritual journey as a mother, um, I've, I've learned so much since then. I learned a lot about the Holy Ghost at that time and learned significantly more since. But um, I remember reading it and as I was reading, reading through about the Nephites and, and feeling very strongly that my experiences in life were very much related or similar to theirs. And seeing what happened to them gave me confidence that, you know, we were going to get through this. Right? We were going to finish this PhD. Things were going to be okay. We were going to get a job. And like, I just knew that things were going to work out. And a lot of that stemmed that peace and the energy to continue through that hard time came as I read the Book of Mormon. And it was, um, 
It was a powerful, it was a powerful experience for me. Yeah. And, um, I remember having a wonderful experience as well, just going through that in that short amount of time. It really just strengthened my testimony of the Book of Mormon. And like you said, I was looking at it um, from the perspective of of how God is teaching us. And I learned so much about how God uh, teaches His children as I um, read that in such a concentrated uh, a period of time. And um, it was a wonderful growing experience for me as well. Um, and then the second one on on learning how to hear him, um, we had a great opportunity, Lindsay, you and I, to um, have that experience with Julie Ferguson as she shared with us her journey of um, coming to learn how the Holy Ghost speaks to her. And since that time, I have been really um, focusing on implementing some of the principles that we talked about Um the invitation to learn how to hear him. I wanted to do that invitation, but I was a little unclear as to how to learn um, more extensively um, how he speaks to me. And as I have um, really started focusing on that and using some of the principles that we talked about in that previous episode, um, I am now, you know, I have pages in my journal now of instances of how I am learning how the Holy Ghost is speaking to me and how I'm recognizing my part in opening those doors and those windows uh, so that I can receive that inspiration on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And it has been so, um, such an opportunity of growth for me. And I have, I've just absolutely loved, um, gaining those insights and having those aha moments as I've gone through that process. I love that. And so for anyone who doesn't know, you can go back and listen to episode 23. We interviewed um, a woman named, named Julie Ferguson that uh, gave some great insights into how she's been learning to hear the Holy Ghost. And if you, so if you haven't listened to that episode, we highly suggest going and, and giving that a listen. And then Lindsay, I would um, also suggest your follow-up, the, the next episode 24, I believe, where you talked about the specific steps because you, you breaking those steps down and putting them in a format really helped me see what I could do, um, the steps to take to figure that out. And so that was also really helpful for me. Awesome. Yeah. So go listen to some of those previous episodes because there, there, there's some, there's some gold in there. Um, but yeah, I think that's great. President Nelson, he really is kind of a master, um, you know, inviter, right? He invites mm -hmm. us to make these big changes and that's, um, that's huge. It's making an impact on us, right? He he has this vision for our generation, for the people alive now to really prepare the world for Christ's coming, whenever it might be. Like he knows that we need to be preparing and getting ready for that. Um, he knows that he wants us to, um, right, but the gathering is something he talks a lot about, to be gathering Israel. Um, right. let's, let's keep moving forward. That's He has this grand vision and he's inviting us to take part in that. Um, but he knows. So I think as we accept those, like it's, it, it's huge. We, we, we're changed for the, forever because of those invitations. Right. That's the key is that he knows that these um, things have to be personal. And in order for us to have a personal change, 
we have to have a personal experience. And, and that's why he gives these invitations is because each invitation that every, I mean, he can give an invitation, but each experience that people have is going to be individual to them and to their needs and to their growth. And that's why it's so powerful is that it's one invitation with multiple, um, changes and multiple um, different ways of growth and understanding. And, and that is where the power comes. Mm-hmm. So Lindsay, let's, let's just look really quickly at what President Nelson does when he gives an invitation. So if we look at his last invitation of, um, you know, the, the seven day gratitude journal on mm-hmm. social media, um, he started out by kind of relating a physical experience um, to a spiritual experience. So he talks about COVID-19 and the pandemic that we're going to, and it's a physical sickness that scientists and professionals are working tirelessly on coming up with a vaccine and trying to remedy this physical sickness that we have. And then he goes on to talk about how we're also, you know, him being the prophet for our time and our generation. He's the prophet for the world. He's not just the prophet for our church. He is God's prophet of the world today. And as such, he is looking at all of the suffering that is coming from spiritual sicknesses that no one is really working on or trying to overcome. And he wants to help us to overcome those spiritual maladies that we are dealing with. And he talks specifically about uh, racism and civil unrest, hatred, dishonesty, violence, the lack of civility to each other. And, And as I list those, I can just think of, you know, thing after thing after thing where each one of those are are happening in our world today. And we see it so often and so prevalent. And he says that he has a remedy for this. He has a remedy. He has a spiritual vaccine for these spiritual woes that we're dealing with. And we will find that remedy through the healing power of gratitude. And so he sets that up and then he tells us how we can fix it. Then the second thing that he does is he reinforces that idea with gospel doctrine. And so he uses scriptures to reinforce what he's saying, to be an additional witness that what he's saying is is true. And so he's he quotes three or four different scriptures um, showing the power of gratitude and the importance of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, the third thing that he does then is he extends this invitation, this invitation to act. Um, so that we could experience this healing power to really understand what it is that he's talking about. So the first um, activity he wanted us to try was to post something on social media um, that we're grateful for and do that for seven days. And then the second thing that he wanted us to experience or to, to do was to pray for spiritual healing, to help Ask Heavenly Father to help heal us from our own spiritual sicknesses. Um, And then the last thing he did, which was a little thing and might be missed if you weren't really paying attention, but he asked us to notice how we felt after this seven-day 
challenge. So after doing this for seven days, to think about how we felt. So, so Lindsay, as as you look at this pattern of what President Nelson is showing us how to extend an invitation, um, what do you learn about this pattern and how do you see this working within your home, with your family? Mm-hmm. So w- one thing I loved about what he did was that he made it, he made it personal, right? He talked about the importance of it um, in a general sense, but then also kind of in a more specific sense, you know, saying that gratitude can help you. Um, and again, the it, example of his, his death of his wife and his two children. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. And he, he makes it personal to him and then invites you to make it personal to you. So I think like when I'm invi- making an invitation to my family, it has to matter to them, right? They have to care. They have to see why they're doing this. Um, you know, I think about times we've had the missionaries over for dinner and they'll leave us with a message and invitation. And and sometimes it's great. And sometimes, you know, I, I hear their invitation and I think, you know, that would be really good, but I don't know that I can fit that into my life right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't, I, or, you know, or even at church. You know, or someone leaves an invitation, you know, I want you to do, you know, some indexing every day. You're like, you know, that's a great idea. I would love to, or I would love to go to the temple every week. I can't. Even every month is pushing it for me with a bunch of little kids. Um, Like, those are good ideas, right? But it's, so, so it has to be personal. I have to understand that it's meaningful to me and it has to be able to fit in my normal life or I have to be able to kind of make it work for me. Hmm. Um, and I think that, that President Nelson does that. He he gives you enough. To, I mean, and he also, it helps that he's the prophet, right? So when he says something, we're going to pay a lot closer attention than when someone else invites us to do something. Right. But, um, but the idea of making it personal, helping me see why I need to do this, how this is going to help me, and then making it specific enough and yet general enough that I can fit it in my own life. It's not going to... You know, right now this this, this invitation is not going to add a lot. Just saying something I'm grateful for, it's not add much time. Um, in the case of the Book of Mormon one, it did add a lot of time, but it also, I mean, he gave great promises about it, right? And said, if you want these promises, you can do. Then you need to do this. Um, but so I think, I guess I think those couple things that making it personal so that it's meaningful to me, and having it fit in my normal life, or being able to make it work work for me like I have to be able to you can't be just adding to my plate without you know taking either taking something away or like making it meaningful making me understand why I need to do this Mm -hmm. I think those are great Um, yeah great points because you're right if it doesn't if the motivation isn't there, then it's awfully hard to do. And I think that as we think about that with our own families, um, you know, your point that it has to be meaningful to them or or it's not going to go anywhere is exactly is exactly right. And so to just keep that in mind as we're thinking about extending an invitation, you know, is it meaningful for, to them? How can I make it meaningful and personal to them? So... 
at this point now, um, you know, we're recording this early in the, the seven days. Um, but when this comes out, most of you will have finished this seven days of social media posts. Um, and so I would like to pose the questions um, that President Nelson asked, you know, in what ways do you feel different after having expressed gratitude for seven days and prayed for spiritual healing? How has it affected your life? How has it affected your interactions with your friends and family? What about your relationship with Heavenly Father? And most importantly, now that you've had this experience, what are you going to do differently or what are you going to change because of the experience that you just had? So I don't know what the answer is to all of those questions because we haven't finished the challenge yet, but I can tell you in just the couple of days that I have been working on this that my heart has been softened. I felt more love for my family and my loved ones. I felt more love for my Heavenly Father and all the tender mercies that He's giving me because when I start thinking about the one thing that I'm most grateful for, I can't stop at one. I just keep going. I'm just thankful for this and this and this. And very seldom can you just stop at one. I have to choose which of the many things I'm grateful for do I want to post about today. And that process um, has touched me. It has made me, um, it made my heart soften and my love for my family and my Heavenly Father increase. And and this is just the beginning. Um, I don't know, Lindsay, have you had any experiences yet that, that you want to share? Oh, I think I can relate. Um, just feeling extra, extra grateful, um, content with where I'm at, right? And like content with, with life, happy about things that are happening. Um, it was really fun. I watched it with my kids and then we, we went for a walk right afterwards and the whole, I mean, yeah, a good portion of the walk. They were telling me, mom, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for these flowers. I love these flowers. Mom, I'm grateful for my scooter. I'm grateful that we can be outside. I'm grateful, you know, and it was so cute watching them, you know, because they don't always share what they're thankful for. They don't always take the time and but they were, and it was, it was so fun just listening to them chatter about things that they were grateful for. Um, and same with myself, right? I think similar to you that just that process of thinking through it makes me think, oh, I'm so grateful for this and I'm grateful for this and I could talk about that. And um, yeah, just taking a few minutes every day. It really is calming my soul. Yeah, I, I agree. I can feel that. And I'm, I'm excited to see what the next few days um, does as well. So, so Lindsay, I love that little... Um, story you just shared about, you know, how you watch this with your children. Um, and then I, I guess I want to ask what, what are you doing to help invite your children to experience the healing power of gratitude? Or what might we share with our listeners of how we could, you know, take what President Nelson has done for us and help recreate something like that for our children so that they can come to know the healing power of gratitude. 
Mm-hmm. Well, my children don't have social media accounts. Right. So they can't <laughs> post on that. But we are choosing to talk about it more. Um, and I think that that's key. I think that's important. I think, you know, like you said, when we recognize what President Nelson Ford did for us, where he set up the stage and talked about how it's important, um, you know, he shared some scriptures and then he invited us to act. Um, and then I guess the, I think the one that maybe we didn't talk as much about, but what else he did is when he prayed at the end, he modeled for us uh, what we can do. Right? Yes. And I think we can remember that too, that, you know, we can model for our children what we expect of them. When they see us talking about things that we're grateful for, that's powerful to them um, and giving them the opportunity to do it as well. So we're, we're as a family, we're going to try to talk about um, each of us things that we're thankful for. My daughter asked, you know, can I write it on a paper and hang it up on the wall? And I said, yeah, yeah, I would love that. Um, so I think, I mean, those are my thoughts is that recognizing how President Nelson did it. And so whether you're doing it as a family now or you did it, I guess, now that it's probably over, um, did it as a family or not. Um, but helping your children do that, do the same thing, right? Giving them those invitations, whether it's for gratitude or something else, and modeling it for them um, can help change their lives. It will help them know what it is that they want to, that we need them to know and that they need to know um, to develop that relationship with their Savior. Yeah, and I just think actually as we are going into the holiday season, um, I think it would be a great opportunity for us to to maybe focus on helping our children experience um, the power of gratitude for their Savior and during this Christmas time what He did for them. And um, I, I could just see how this could flow so well into the Christmas season and the and mm-hmm. and you know maybe thinking about how we could include keeping Christ as the center of Christmas as we think about all of the many blessings that he's given us and the things that he's done for us and you know kind of capitalizing on that idea of gratitude I could just see that really being a powerful uh, experience for our families if we were to take advantage of that so I guess I want to invite um, all of us, myself included, to um, continue this experience that President Nelson has talked about um, and and continue that through the the Christmas season into mm-hmm. you know keeping Christ the center of Christmas and um, praying to understand how um, Christ heals us and um, just you know continue this continue this journey a little bit longer i love that i th- i agree i think that's a great invitation that we just keep moving forward keep doing what president nelson asked us to do and, and have that gratitude so mom if we wrap up now what can you give us a brief overview of what we just talked about what is the recap so we want to recap as we are thinking about creating an invitation for our families. First step would be then to relate a spiritual principle with a physical experience, something they already understand. So take something that they already understand in their physical world and relate it to a spiritual um, concept, just like President Nelson talked about our physical sickness with COVID and the pandemic, and then he brought it into the spiritual transition into 
our spiritual sicknesses. Um, second, then, is to iterate the doctrine by using scripture verses or scripture stories. If, we, if we're doing it with our children, we can use a scripture story to iterate what you are saying and how what you, you know, give it another witness that what you're saying is true. So that just kind of sets it up. The third thing then is to invite our children to act so that they can feel for themselves, they can experience for themselves what it is that you're talking about. Um, the fourth thing is to model it. Just like he took the opportunity to pray for us, to show us how we could pray for that healing and that um, spiritual unity we can do that for our children as well. We can model for them what it looks like so that they can see and have a more concrete idea. And then the last then is to help our children reflect on how they're feeling as they go through this experience. You know, help them make the connection from what they're experiencing to what it means to them in their life and why what they're experiencing is important. Um, as parents, I think that we need to, that's our job. Um, we leave the teaching moments to the spirit, right? The spirit is the one that can actually connect with their spirit and teach them. But much of that teaching happens as we guide them through that process of thinking what thinking through what has happened and why it's important to them. And that's our goal and our responsibility as parents is to kind of guide them through that. That, that sounds wonderful. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, remember that your teaching matters and we'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody.